0: what is up guys how you doing i'm paul i'm morgan mm.
1: and if you're new here make sure you subscribe we risk giving tmi to
0: help you navigate dmi dating marriage and intimacy bom, 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 bom. Bom, bom, today we have another video morgan i mean i don't know why i'm talking you should be the one talking right now oh really this is this is about you but i was <laughs> gonna say yeah it's it's really none of those topics uh before we get into it and uh get down to the nitty-gritty just wanted to say shout out to our patrons Thank you guys for supporting us honestly like we couldn't do this we couldn't do what we're doing if not for the patrons don't get many brand deals because of the nature of our content and uh, so thank you guys for supporting us if you yeah. want to become a patron and support what we do online and on this channel patreon.com slash Paul and Morgan show we link it below
1: all right well Morgan let us begin Well, okay, first, I just want to start off with saying that uh, I am, wait one second, okay, yeah, Um, that I, we are not doctors, this is not medical advice that we're giving out, Um, I am just telling my story. If you don't like it, you don't have to listen. It's true. Um, but I would just say, please do not come at me for my story and my personal journey with mental health. So.
0: Yeah. uh, Yes. She's, she's allowed to share. She's allowed to share her journey, her story, what's happening right now. And you guys, like, if you strongly disagree, if you think what she's saying is horrible or problematic again like you don't have to be here but those who want to be here and are intrigued we're grateful that you're here um yeah and she she also is allowed to give her thoughts and give her advice like we live in a free country so (laughs) if you're upset about that get over it our moderators in the live chat um we welcome people that do healthy disagreement but if there's just people being jerks and trolls you guys know what to do
1: you know what Okay, so let's just go back in time. 15 years ago.
0: 15 years ago?
1: <laughs> I was 13. Okay, good, good.
0: Yeah, no, I like this. Give us a little backstory.
1: And that is when I say that I started struggling with anxiety and depression. I didn't know that's what it was, but I just started having some pretty, like, I just I remember thinking to myself I should be happy but I'm not like I don't know what's going on and so like that was the depression and then the anxiety was I just started having like panic attacks I had heart issues that were caused by stress and anxiety I'd gone through some pretty severe bullying Um, but anywho fast forward a little to when I turned 18 I that was really when my first like really intrusive thoughts about dying started like happening, and then that kind of turned into suicidal ideation. Um, and so I remember just like having those first few thoughts, and I kept them to myself for a little while, it wasn't too long. Um, Maybe like a few weeks, but then I just like was very scared of these thoughts that I was dwelling on It's not like they came in and left like I was thinking about myself dying And how I could or would die Um, And so I went to my parents and I told them Like some of the thoughts that were going on in my head and I said I need help And so the next day my mom called around and found a psychiatrist and made an appointment immediately and my dad actually took me to that appointment and I met with her. I guess yeah this was the first time that I met with her specifically. I had been going to a therapist for a little while but then I met with this woman who was an actual psychiatrist and my dad came and sat with me throughout the whole appointment and I just remember, like, it was just so sweet and quiet and just, like, really, like, taking everything in that the psychiatrist was saying and, like, was just very serious about it. And I was very, very thankful for that. Um, and he, or so my psychiatrist, at. Asked me a lot of questions just about life and how I looked at life and thoughts that went through my head and how I responded to certain situations. And, like, sometimes I'd be like, I don't know, and my dad would kind of respond or, like, share his thoughts. Um, And then after a while, it was like an hour and a half later, she was like, "Um, just from your notes from your therapist and from meeting with you, I am going to diagnose you with um, borderline personality disorder, BPD, and she just kind of read through what that was, and I'm going to read for you guys. Um, this is from the Mayo Clinic of what they define as BPD, so it says, do you want to read it? Sure. <laughs> you haven't talked much.
0: <laughs> sure, I mean, you do. You just... You just take off. All right, so it says, starting right here. Yeah. Borderline personality disorder is a mental health disorder that impacts the way you think and feel about yourself and others, causing problems functioning in everyday life. It includes self-image issues, difficulty managing emotions and behavior, and a pattern of unstable relationships. Uh,
1: With With
0: borderline personality disorder, you have an intense fear of abandonment, or instability, and you may have difficulty tolerating being alone, yet inappropriate anger, impulsiveness, and frequent mood swings may push others away, even though you want to have loving and lasting relationships. Borderline personality disorder usually begins by early adulthood. The condition seems to be worse in young adulthood and may gradually get better with age. Mm -hmm. It's an interesting one, and I'm sure we're going to talk about that if you have borderline personality disorder don't get discouraged many people with this disorder get better over time with treatment and can learn to live satisfying lives
1: so that's from the mayo clinic if you type in borderline personality disorder so that
0: just real quick morgan mm-hmm. uh, a few things stand out to me there yeah um and i don't mean to get into it too much right now we'll get more into it but like the mayo clinic because people get so offended and up in arms Mm-hmm. When you've shared in the past about how like you've overcome certain things Mm -hmm. and they're just kind of like, no, no, like this is something you're going to live with. You don't overcome it Mm -hmm. completely. Yeah. But as far as borderline personality disorder, it seems like the Mayo Clinic is literally admitting (laughs) that you can... What, I mean, how do they even say it? They said that it uh, oftentimes, or it can be worse, it oftentimes is worse in and young adulthood.
1: adults, yeah. But the condition seems to get worse in young adults and may gradually get better with age. And then also says many people with this disorder get better over time with treatment and can learn to live satisfying so, lives.
0: So, haters hate on the Mayo Clinic.
1: And it's not just the Mayo Clinic. I think, like, Psychology Today said the same thing. There were, like, several very, like, WebMD, all these websites that, you know, are just... You know whatever saying what they're saying so yeah people have in the past gotten very mad when i say that and like not even just that but just me talking about the depression that i struggled with anxiety yeah
0: i don't think you really talk too much about borderline personality disorder
1: yeah so when i was diagnosed with bpd she also diagnosed me with clinical depression um and then i also had anxiety slash panic attacks um and so you know the first thing she said to me and i've shared this before and i truly believe like it was the lord working within her um just to encourage me and to really like from the beginning get my mindset in the right space and to not let me feel hopeless um she just said that she was just like i want you to know that this can go away all of the things that you're dealing with right now can go away if you're willing to put in the work um and to learn about what you're going through uh she said that i would not be on medications for the rest of my life and that this diagnosis would not be a diagnosis that would be a lifelong diagnosis um like she said that to me straight up said it to my dad and we were both like wow, okay, Um, and I, you know, she said, like, that I was going to have to go to a specific type of therapy, um, which was called dialectical behavioral therapy, and I'll talk, well, maybe I'll talk about I don't know, but, you know, I just remember, one, feeling a lot of relief when I got that diagnosis of BPD, because it was kind of like, okay, I'm not, like, going absolutely insane. Like, there is stuff that I'm struggling with right now, but I get to work through it and, like, be okay. I will be okay. Because, you know, I was feeling very hopeless, obviously. I was struggling with suicidal ideation and all this crap, and it was just very dark and heavy for a long time, even after that.
0: Um, I have a thought, but I don't even know if I should ask it but it's just a genuine thought yes i know well i guess there's a question i have was how kind of leading up to that point when you were officially diagnosed like how was your spiritual walk Mm. i'm just curious
1: (laughs) um i would say at this point in my life i actually was very like, walking with the Lord, I was in the Word. I was going to church at this point, um, like, very regularly. I was uh, serving at my church as a volunteer in the children's ministry. Um, yeah, so and, you would say yeah. it,
0: was, it was very much there, mm-hmm. and your spiritual walk mm-hmm. was legit, and you were really struggling. Yes. That's interesting.
1: And I was... I had just started dating this the guy who I've talked about before who I dated for three and a half years we had just started dating when all this stuff kind of picked up and you weren't doing any we were not
0: crossing boundaries yet
1: no (laughs) so yes so there was that um you know I know that that not everyone gets the same experience that I got with my psychiatrist. I actually know, I feel like that's pretty stingum rare that a psychiatrist diagnoses you with a mental illness but says, you're not going to live with this forever. You can get out of this. Um, yeah, I don't know. just gives like a lot of hope. I think most psychiatrists most doctors would say like this is something you're gonna have to cope with the rest of your life you'll learn coping mechanisms but you will deal with depression anxiety suicidal ideation um all this crap for the rest of your life and I just think that that's really sad and I think it's actually made a lot of people and their journeys with their mental health um their struggle just a lot harder and worse because they go in with that mindset so i'm very thankful to the lord that that was how my journey started really Yeah. yeah um yeah forever thankful for that so For six months after I got diagnosed with BPD, I went into a specific type of therapy, which was dialectical behavioral therapy, Um, and I was meeting with a specialist. She was a crazy old lady, but she was great, Um, but it was very eye-opening, and honestly, like, you don't have to be, like, struggling with any type of thing to do dialectical behavioral therapy. It's very beneficial for people who struggle with their emotions, who struggle with allowing their emotions to kind of overtake them, um, which is something people with BPD struggle with, regulating their emotions, and so... I wrote down, like, DBT specifically focuses on providing therapeutic skills in four key areas, which is mindfulness, distress tolerance, emotion regulation, and interpersonal effectiveness.
0: Honestly, it sounds like those things and really, like, practicing and exploring those things could be beneficial for anyone and everyone.
1: That's what I'm saying. Like, everyone should go through six months of DBT. (laughs) Um, But I went through that and it was like so eye-opening and really has continued throughout my entire life um, to help me like when I'm feeling something, pause, ask myself certain questions that like help me regulate that feeling and emotion that I'm going through and like then help me continue on and how I'm going to respond Through those emotions and feelings. Um, And I'm not perfect still. (laughs) None of us are. When it comes to our emotions and feelings. And they're very strong. But I've come a very long way. Since being diagnosed with BPD. And then. Yeah. So. It was very helpful. Um, So from 18 to 22 years old. I was really in the thick of it. I. Um. Like, therapy absolutely helped. Um, I was also on medications. I was on an antidepressant and anti-anxiety. And then I had a pill that I would take under my tongue if I was, like, going through a panic attack to, like, help calm me down. I don't really think that it actually (laughs) works. And it tasted horrible. But, um, and some of you guys might know this, some of you might not. But I did end up having a dog that was being trained to be a service animal so she was being trained basically to recognize like me going into a panic attack to catch me before i was fully in one and distract me and redirect me so that i could then like catch it and calm down um and she was a great dog paul was extremely allergic to her and she is now with another woman but <laughs> um, she is now in a better place oh she's not dead <laughs> Um, she was amazing, and I took her everywhere with me, and yes, so that was a part of my life. Crazy. Um, But that...
0: She was a good dog.
1: Yes. She, so, or I, yeah, from 18 to 22 is really when I was struggling the most with all of that, but I'd say from, like, really after my... 6 months of therapy like my BPD had like really chilled out um but my depression and anxiety was very like continuing to go up and up
0: Are BPD borderline personality disorder and depression are, are like how close interchangeably are they or are they two very distinct things?
1: Mm, I Honestly don't totally know. I feel like If you are struggling with BPD, you have depression. Like, you are probably also diagnosed with depression. Um, But I I could be wrong about that. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Uh, I just know that, yeah, I was diagnosed with both of those things, plus anxiety. Um, And But I, as you guys know, have shared my testimony of... Yes, I did the therapies, I did the medications, I did all of that type of stuff. I met with my psychiatrist weekly for years, Um, and that was all very beneficial for me in my life when I was in that season, Um, and then it just wasn't. It wasn't helping anymore, it wasn't working anymore, I was still very much struggling with deep, heavy depression, and this is kind of when I went to my lowest at 21, just turned 22 years old, and I uh, hit, like, my darkest place where I had decided I was going to take my life, and I've shared this before, and we have other videos of me sharing my testimony with all of this, but just briefly... The Lord just very suddenly and drastically took me and saved me, completely healed me from depression, anxiety, BPD. Um, I was just talking to someone and a few years ago, I think it was, let's see, I'm 28. So around 24 years old, I met with my psychiatrist, and this was after I had like fully been healed for almost two years at this point of depression anxiety bpd all of it um and i was meeting with her i had been meeting with her not as frequently but um and we just like talked for like two hours and she was like like you don't have bpd anymore like you have outgrown that i just want you to know and
0: wow um, it's cool that she she said it
1: yeah and she was like, and from what I have seen in your life over the past two years, from 22 to 24, like you've come out of depression and anxiety as well. Um, and so that was really cool to hear from a psychiatrist. Um, yeah. And not just be confident in it myself and the, my family and the people around me. But so yeah. I,
0: Morgan, I got another question that I don't know if I'm allowed to ask, but I'll ask it.
1: <laughs> All your questions are not allowed.
0: I'll ask it <laughs> anyway, um, do you feel like specifically let's now focus on the just depression aspect for a second yeah. that your depression had uh, spiritual roots mm-hmm. to it, yeah or not,
1: yeah, I mean, I talk have talked about this before with you guys, but i one thousand percent believe that depression anxiety bpd mental illnesses in general are very spiritual i'm not saying they're not physical as well like the body and things um but there's also been recent scientific proof coming out about that type of stuff but we won't go into that
0: (laughs) so you just kind of lump several things together including bpd Mm -hmm. um you know i think about and maybe i'll make a video talking more about ADHD, stuff mm-hmm. that I've navigated, but I I tend to not think that ADHD Why? is as much spiritual, mm-hmm. but it will just literally, like, this is just practical. I'm learning to navigate with, so, yeah. I mean, maybe certain things, I, I would say maybe certain aspects, but overall I see it as more like, okay, here's kind of how my brain works. I need to maybe make some adjustments. Mm-hmm. Some may be yeah. spiritual, but definitely some not, but you would say these type of things,
1: Yeah, I would say maybe BPD, I would lump it into that just because usually people who have BPD are struggling with depression. Like, it's like a side effect of BPD is depression, or maybe BPD is a side effect of depression. I don't know. But, yeah, I just think there are a lot of mental illnesses out there that get treated medically... Um, but they don't get treated spiritually. And that's not to say that someone who is going to the Lord on a regular basis, praying, begging to God to heal them of these things, um, won't struggle with depression their entire lives. Um, I don't... Yeah, I, I, but I do very much think that it is a spiritual uh, struggle as well as a physical and i think for me it was very spiritual i think that anytime i would start to step into some freedom like the enemy just kind of went crazy and i would go into really low low um with my depression and anxiety and so i think we have to if you are a believer you have to fight mental illness, whatever you've been diagnosed with, with physical and spiritual things. Like, you can't just be like, oh, I was diagnosed with depression, this is just my life, I'm gonna all eventually, I'll learn how to cope with it maybe, but like, I think that we should have the mindset of like, no, I can be free of this. And again, being free of something doesn't necessarily mean you won't be Like, tempted with it by the enemy. I've mentioned this before. Like, I'm free of depression, of anxiety, of suicidal ideation. Those things don't control my life anymore like they used to. I don't have really high highs and really low lows anymore. I don't, um, yeah, have those really dark, intrusive thoughts. I don't have the thoughts that I want to die anymore anymore. And it doesn't control me. I am free of that. But the enemy absolutely, and my old, just my flesh just has absolutely wanted to fall back into that way of life. And
0: you felt the tug.
1: Yeah. And just like when heavy things happen in life, just like, wanting to just go really low and stay low. But like now I have the knowledge as a daughter of the un- the king of the universe. Don't you dare say a daughter, <laughs> a daughter of the of universe. universe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> a daughter of the king of the universe. Like I have the knowledge now and the confidence now that like who the sun sets free is free indeed. And that he's given me the power and authority to crush the head of the serpent and so yeah we have to live in that
0: praise the lord so i'm glad you addressed that because i know like i think of my mind goes to like deliverance ministry and how maybe popular deliverance ministry voices will say stuff like i you know before i was a christian or you know i struggle with this stuff and then i was delivered or i was delivered from a demon or something like that, and now I haven't struggled once. And it kind of can put a lot of pressure of like, oh, well, I'm yeah. walking with the Lord. I'm, mm. you know, I'm, I'm in a good place, but I'll still sometimes struggle with this stuff. So yeah. do I have a demon, or why did they have this dramatic deliverance, and I'm still in a battle. And it's like, so I'm glad you kind of addressed that, because I don't, yeah. I want to give people, like, encouragement that yours may, like, Till the day you die, there's still maybe some type of what Morgan just described of she feels the tug. Mm-hmm. I still feel a tug of my flesh trying to go back to where I was or to shut down and get all this stuff. And it's like, but you have the power and authority mm-hmm. to say, no, Satan, I rebuke you, yeah. draw near to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. So practicing those things, but don't get all been out of shape if you weren't. Delivered and suddenly never struggle with something again.
1: Right. Yeah. We don't.
0: Yeah. 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 Um, (laughs) And then also, here was one other thing that came to my mind. So you've mentioned kind of the how you do feel strongly. There's a spiritual aspect to it, and even spiritual roots and undertones. Mm -hmm. What would you say? Because you know, in my mind, again, it goes to like maybe some people who are in the thick of I got BPD and it's kicking my butt, Mm -hmm. and I'm living in a depressed state. The practical.
1: Yeah, I mean the practical is—it's all about your mindset. It really is. Like, we don't give enough credit to the the power of our thoughts. And, well, and,
0: and when I say practical, I'm talking just like different things they're doing in life or, to, oh, gotcha. like a lifestyle. Oh, right, right. That's right, what right. I mean—a lifestyle.
1: Gotcha. I got you. Well, yeah, I mean just. Well, I think that is a practical thing is where is your mind? Where are you thinking? Are you thinking this is the re- my life for the rest of my life? I'm just going to be this way and how I act and how I respond to people. It's all my mental illnesses' fault and uh-huh. I have no control over it. Like, knock it off. That's not true. If you are claiming to be a believer, like, that's not reality for you. You have been set free. The blood of the lamb is over you. Like, you walk in spirit, not the flesh. And so you've got to change your mindset. And if you're not taking care of your body in all areas, like, if you're just eating trash. Like, these people get so mad when I bring this stuff up. But, like, my life, when the Lord set me free of these things, a lot of things changed. It wasn't just, like, the Lord set me free and I just kept living, like, as a slumpy frumpy person. Like, I was not really taking amazing care of my body. I was eating a lot of trash, even though Paul and I were married. (laughs) Or not even, like, necessarily eating trash, but just, like, not giving my body what it needed. I wasn't working out regularly. I wasn't, uh, I think at this point one of my closest friends was about to move away. Like, there was that. And I didn't really have a community other than Paul. And so, like, I And it was because like of me and my choices and so I changed those things and I started being more honest with people and telling them how I was feeling and what I was going through and um, just not hiding things even if it maybe made people uncomfortable or whatever, like just being real with people and started working out regularly and started eating better and actually desiring to take care of myself as a whole in all areas. And I stopped watching trashy, which I wasn't really at that point watching like a lot of. I
0: wasn't letting you. <laughs> yeah. But you mm-hmm. still were watching more crime stuff than yeah. I, I felt great about. Yeah.
1: And like I wasn't necessarily, I don't think at that point, I think I had stopped like listening to certain types of music or whatever. But,
0: but ultimately, you would say, yeah. which, and I definitely am an advocate for this, but th- that stuff plays a significant role. And if you're acting like it doesn't, then you are, um, you know, you're kind of living in a major blind spot.
1: Yeah. What does Proverbs say? Like the something about not what comes out of the mouth, but what's in the heart.
0: I mean, didn't <sighs> isn't that in the Gospels?
1: Well, maybe. But I thought that I just recently read a Proverbs that was like, it's not what comes out of a man's mouth, but what's in his heart that the Lord sees, or something. Ooh. I don't know, y'all. Ooh. But. What I, when I read that, what I was taking it as was I mean, we just have to remember that what we fill our hearts with is really like what our body and what our mind and what our spirit are being filled with are going to respond to. It's like you can put on a show and pretend that you're doing great and like whatever, but what you're filling your heart up with It's how your mind, body, and spirit will respond. Um, I don't know if that makes any sense. But, yeah, I just, like we have to be careful with what we're filling our minds and hearts and spirits with. Like, are we in the word regularly? Are we memorizing scripture? Are we going to church? Are we, you know, living a life that is God-honoring, that brings glory to his name? Are we so focused on ourselves or serving the people around us? Like, what is going on with our lives? We get so wrapped up in, like, these labels these diagnoses sees and it's not i don't want to downplay any like label or diagnosis that you've been given but i also want to encourage you to not live in it to not claim it as your own to recognize this is what i'm walking through right now but this will not be what i'm walking through for the rest of my life there's power in, in believing that christ has set you free from all these labels i don't know hmm
0: that is interesting. Again, this is this is very conversational, even though Morgan has been ta- talking a mile a minute. But it is it's it's we're just processing life. Um, yeah. And you guys can choose to to hear, you know, hear what we're saying, hear what Morgan's saying, or or not to. And you know, that's your prerogative.
1: That's your prerogative. But why would you want to live in such darkness and heaviness for the rest of your life? And don't say. Well, I don't want to, but this is just what it is. It's just a reality. No, it's not. <laughs> it's just, I'm sorry, but it's just not. I don't really care what mental illness you've been diagnosed with. It doesn't have to be a forever thing.
0: Maybe send this to uh, someone who's right in the middle of, of something that we've been talking about and you feel like maybe could use a, a boost, like a little bit of a, a kick, hopefully gentle. Like we desire for this to be gentle, but a, a kick in the pants. Mm -hmm. like come on there's more out there for you
1: i just am like seeing this like trend this weird trend of like it's cool to have a mental illness nowadays like for the gen zers it's really cool to be diagnosed with depression it's really cool to be diagnosed with bipolar disorder it's like really an identity thing and i think that's really disturbing and very demonic like i don't love to call things demonic because lots of people call things demonic but I think that that is very demonic to claim a mental illness and like thrive in it as your, as part of your identity. Um, It's disturbing. And like, why would anyone want to thrive or, or identify as, bipolar or depressed or suicidal like those are very dark things to identify with and to be walking in and so like this weird trend like I know y'all have seen it on TikTok and Instagram and wherever like of people just being proud of it and it's not that you need to be ashamed of your depression or anxiety or anything like that but it's also like don't literally decide to live in it for the rest of your life and like i don't know it's, it's that
0: interesting just... balance of okay i recognize that something's going on here like you said it was helpful for that six months to learn how to respond to certain situations like that was helpful mm-hmm. for me with adhd there are certain things that it's helpful for me to okay that's to, to know yeah uh, but not to give that too much power in your life yeah and then hopefully grow in it and that becomes less and less Mm -hmm. of uh, a stronghold if you will
1: yeah
0: very good very good guys comment below um let us know i I see i I saw people in the pre-live chat people that are regulars on the channel sharing like hey i i have this mental illness struggle i take medication for this and we're man we're like we're glad you're here we hope that um, we can all be an encouragement to each other because, mm-hmm. you know, there are, are also just seasons of life that are very difficult. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. so, you know, I'm, it, life is what life is. Life finds a way. Jurassic Park.
1: Life finds a way.
0: Jurassic Park. <laughs> uh, but comment below if, if you feel, if you would like to. I think it would be neat in the comment section to share where you're at on your journey and maybe breakthroughs you've had or stuff like that i think that that can be encouraging to one another give this video a thumbs up if you found it helpful and encouraging and want more people to get to see it help those algorithms all right we good morgo we good we love you guys very much be blessed catch you again very soon have hope
1: and be free if you're in the live chat we'll be right back
0: Hey guys, as you may have noticed, we get very few brand deals. A big reason for that is because we make unashamedly Christian content.
1: We've had brand deals taken away from us because people who don't like us reach out to them and demand that they cancel us.
0: Due to the fact that we stand on what the Bible says and we don't conform to culture.
1: Which is why our patrons, the names you see here, are so important.
0: You guys really are the lifeblood of this ministry. We could not do it without you all.
1: If you guys believe in this content and you want to partner with us on Patreon, go to patreon.com slash Show or click the link in the description.
0: Go Go team. team. That was the one. That was the one. (laughs)